because of the pandemic. Just remember that it will end one day and after that you'll need to live as you did it before and you will need to face new and new challenges every day. So just spend this time uh, reasonably and prepare for all that events that are waiting for you after the pandemic will end. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me. And even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 270 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, United World College, Harvard, and Minerva schools at KGI, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine, but not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places. Because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people. And this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Katerina Kvasha. Katya is a marketing student at Vient Karazin Kharkiv National University 
and the Ukraine Global Scholar semifinalist in 2021. Born in the small town of Izium in Kharkiv Oblast, Katya was the president of Gymnasium Number no. 1 in Izium for three years and graduated with a gold medal. She is an engine student and she loves studying, reading books, dancing, listening to music, public speaking, and debates. Katya won first place for her research work in history at Kharkiv Junior Academy of Science, and she won Geography and History Olympiads in Izium. She took as well third place for an Olympiad in Kharkiv. Katya loves potato cooked in various ways, peaches and tea, and her favorite quotes are, The brave ones always have happiness from Tigrolovi by Ivan Bahriyani. Another quote is, I had a nice pair of rollerblades. I was afraid to wreck them, so I kept them in a box. Do you know what happened? I outgrew them. If you just keep your heart to yourself, maybe it will be like my rollerblades. You should take a chance. Got nothing to lose. From Home Alone 2. Another one is a passage from Contra Spamspero, a poem by... Lesia Ukrainka, up the flinty steep and craggy mountain, a weighty ponderous boulder I shall raise, and bearing this dread burden a resounding song I'll sing, a song of joyous praise. Katya, how are you today? Uh, hello, Aziz. I'm doing great. Uh, I'm honored to be your guest today, and uh, you did amazing while reading my favorite quotes. Thank you. You have supported and encouraged this project for a long time now, so I'm happy to finally get the chance to interview you. And let's begin on a more emotional vibe. You, Katya, when you want to feel alive, to really, really enjoy yourself, what do you like to do? Uh, I'd say it depends on a situation, on my mood or other different factors such as weather. The thing is that I really enjoy dancing outside, of course, when nobody can see me, because that brings me a lot of positive vibes or sometimes when I'm busy or tired, I just need to get away from work for a while. But unfortunately, I can't do that when it's too hot or when it's raining. Uh, and when the weather is bad, I prefer to stay at home, having a cup of tea and a book prepared and to read for long, long hours sitting by a window. Oh, yeah. And I just remembered about one more activity that is probably my most favorite. It is walking, no matter alone or together with my friends, listening to music or taking a break from my smartphone. I adore walking at forests or by the river. I like going to places where I've never been before. And it may sound strange, but I like getting lost. I experience a feeling of adventures at that moment when you have already walked several kilometers. And the only thing you can do is moving ahead, not knowing where you find yourself, for example, in an hour. 
to be honest, most of my friends hate me for that my hobby, but they have no chances to refuse me and we go for a walk again and again. So walking or sometimes jogging helps me to feel alive and to spruce up my thoughts. Thank you. So if I heard you correctly, it's dancing outside, but not when it's raining and not when the weather is too hot. It's sitting by the window, reading a prepared book for hours and hours, and it's walking outside, especially going to new places, whether alone and with friends, especially when you experience the thrill of adventure when you get lost. Is this correct? Absolutely. Tell me about getting lost. What's so interesting for you about that adventurous feeling? Uh, I think it's deeply connected with my love to discovering new things in life in general and visiting new places and getting lost uh, are only one way of um, manifestation my personality. Is it more about curiosity or more about the thrill of doing something almost dangerous? Well, I can say that... Um, Getting lost in my situation is really dangerous. It's more about curiosity and about feeling alive. So when you feel new emotions, you feel alive. Is this correct? Yes. Then how do you do with the fact that to study, since you love studying, to progress, to build something, you need routine and doing some boring things for months and months. How do you deal with it if it's so important for you to feel something new? Uh, I think that adventures uh, keep being so interesting because they, um, they happen, they doesn't happen every day, but they always are unexpected and that makes them even more beautiful. Thank you. So they don't, they don't happen frequently and that makes them more impactful, more beautiful because of their rarity. Is this correct? Yeah, I like adventures that can surprise me. But then does it mean if you could have adventures every day, you'll say, no, I refuse, that's not good? Mm -hmm. I think uh, I would lost uh, that feeling of uh, something new. If adventures, if I experience adventures every day. Thank you. And in which way are you interested in new things? Is it on every level? So physically, emotionally, intellectually, it's about the new thing that is surprising? Or do you tend to prefer something more than others? I think it, about, it is about every scene probably in the world. Uh, it's about uh, studying at school. It's about feeling new emotions. It's about talking to, you, to new people or trying new hobbies, something like that. How do you view life? Do you view life as an experience? Do you view life as an adventure? Do you view life as learning? Do you view life as a way to uh, get warm and cozy with those you love and know 
Do you view life as a difficult hardship struggle? I don't know. But how do you view life? What do you feel is the nature of life? I think I can't uh, describe our life with only one uh, world, what, or with only one definition. I think it's all of uh, what you've just listed at the same time. Uh, our life is probably a big adventure where we need our experience, where we need to build uh, strong relations with people, make friends, and sometimes you need to struggle to get the desired result. What is for you the meaning of friendship? Mm, I think that friendship is um, relations between several people that you can build only in, uh, in some period of time. I mean, you can't make friends in a day or probably in a week. Personally, uh, for me, it takes several years to find a good friend and to get to know my friends uh, better. Thank you. So friendship is something that is built over time, over years, where you spend time with people, you do things together, you understand their values in order at the end to consider someone a good friend of yours. Did I understand correctly? Yes. What are values or characteristics or characters of those you know or seem to be the kind of people that become your good friends? Uh, I think uh, a good friend uh, need to share your well values. I mean, if you have uh, similar views for your future, it will make your uh, friendship even more stronger. But it doesn't mean that you need to have the same uh, thoughts about everything in this world. No, that friendship, I can't uh, name that uh, friendship uh, healthy. Uh, friendship is about having your own opinion, but being respectful to your friend and uh, about being, uh, being with your friend in a difficult moment. Thank you. I agree with that, but even first, I would like to know, what are your values, Katya, and what is your view on your future? Oh, can you please explain your question more? You said that friends are those who share similar values and similar views on the future. So I'm asking, based on your definition, what are your values and what are your views on the future that you tend to share with your friends? Uh, I would say that I'm more career person and I need friends who will understand that and respect my desire to spend uh, lots of time to studying, probably to working. And um, yeah, I'd like to get... Uh, Mm, a good job in the future and get a good education, probably abroad. And I need friends who will uh, motivate me 
Um, actually, I already have friends who motivate me uh, on my way to my dreams. Tell me more. Why is it so interesting and important for you to have that good education and that good job that you are dreaming about? Uh, I guess that good education uh, opens new opportunities in front of you. And uh, after you get it, you have more chances to get a well-paid job and to feel yourself uh, safety in the future. I mean, financial safety and probably to to make your childhood dreams true, to travel all around the world or whatever you want. Thank you. So if I understood you correctly, when you have a good education, especially abroad, you will have more opportunities, including the ability to get a good paying job that will allow you to achieve your childhood dreams and to travel all over the world. Is this correct? Uh, About studying abroad, I'd like to add that it's only my... uh desire it's my uh, goal and i don't want to say that you can get a uh, good education in ukraine it's just only about me thank you what are your childhood dreams that a good paying job will make possible and that it's important to have financial security and safety for them uh, i think it's uh traveling as i already said Uh, I'd like to travel all around the world. I imagine you'd like to get lost while traveling. (laughs) Is this correct? Absolutely. Then I don't understand something that seems to me like a contradiction. Why is safety so important for you if you're in love with adventures and getting lost? Uh, I mean, I need financial safety, probably for getting my second education in the future i don't know what will happen to me for example in 10 years and that will just help me to feel uh sure that i'll be able to do everything that may come to may come up to my mind to my mind that like uh that likes adventures and uh probably to create my family in the future. I think it's an important step and you definitely need money to do that. Thank you. About traveling, what is a place that you really dream of going to that you haven't visited yet? Uh, I think it's Canada. Canada is um, the country of my my child uh, dreams. I think it's really nice country to visit and probably to live there but now i would only like to go there for trip what would you do first when you're able to take a trip to canada is it going to nature to the mountains is it going skiing and the snow is it going to the big cities and experiencing the skyscrapers? Is it going and speaking English and practicing with the people? Or what is the thing that seems to be 
your first imagination for the first thing you'd be doing in Canada? I think it's going to mountains. I've never climbed uh, a mountain before, but I'd really like to. And I know that Canada isn't the only country in the world where mountains are situated, but I would definitely do it there. Imagine you're climbing a mountain. How would that feel? Uh, I think it wouldn't be too easy, uh, especially for me <laughs> as for a person who uh, had never done that before. But uh, I'd like to feel that uh, emotions uh, that usually uh, arise when you get on your uh, on mountain and you and the wonderful scenery opens to you and you feel yourself as a winner and you had <laughs> that feeling of adventures and the feeling of um, yes I've done that I'm proud of myself. Yes, I've done that. I'm proud of myself and feeling like a winner and letting the scenery open up for you and getting a sense of adventure. Is this correct? Yep. Do you get some kind of similar emotions when getting lost in a book for hours? Uh, I think it's a different kind, a different spectrum of emotions that is also good but it's a bit <laughs> different feelings what kind of feelings are those different feelings i feel calmly while reading and i feel that i learn something new from each book and um yeah probably calm calmness is the word that uh describes uh my emotions while reading the best Thank you. And as a person, you said it's a different spectrum of emotions. Do you prefer to feel the whole spectrum of emotions from negative to positive, or you like only the positive, exciting, adventurous, or calm or satisfying emotions always? Uh, I think that feeling only positive emotions isn't enough to feel yourself uh, a human. And we can't just get rid of all the negative emotions in order to to feel good and uh, just to forget about all the negative in our life. That's impossible. And uh, I wouldn't like to get rid of, uh, of sadness, loneliness, of... Uh, angry uh, of being angry in my life thank you then explain to me more you said it's not enough to feel only positive emotions in order to feel yourself as a human what does it mean to be human in your own opinion and what does it mean to feel alive uh if talking about emotions i would say that being a human means feel all the spectrum of emotions what was the second question <laughs> feeling alive feeling alive yeah i think that all the emotion we we've ever experienced in our life um had 
left left mark on ourselves and they're just part of us and it wouldn't be reasonable to want to uh, get rid of them so feeling alive means uh, feeling all the emotions you've ever experienced before and probably those ones you've never <laughs> felt before are you a confident kind of person mm, i hope so do you have leadership qualities uh yes i think i have i've been uh, a leader at my school and i've been uh, i've um, get leader positions in different uh, spheres of my life so yes i think that what leader and leadership relates to me yes i noticed because you convince your friends again and again to go <laughs> for walks and get lost so to you what does it mean to be a good leader uh first of all it is uh, it's important for leader to remember about all your team uh so a good leader won't only think about himself or herself and he will pay attention to everybody and in case of failure uh i think that leader should take all the responsibility on himself or herself that may be not easy at times but i think that that is the thing that a good leader should do uh what else a good leader need to be confident enough because only confident uh people uh, can lead others and probably leadership is also about some experience because your experience helps you a lot in work and uh, if you can manage uh, different things at the same time or if you have uh, have managed to do something uh, have managed to uh, cope with difficult challenges before probably that experience will help you in the future and uh as a person who <laughs> consider uh, myself a leader uh i think i've got those qualities thank you katya and i'm curious a bit more about you did you have troubles before with confidence and then you built it over time or were you a child who's outgoing and confident from a very early age uh actually i have different stages of becoming confident because when i was in middle school so when i was about um 10 to 12 years old i was a really confident uh kid probably i was even too confident at times and then something happened to me i don't actually know what but i had some um i felt insecure about the way i looked like and probably that is a period every teenager should go through and then when i've uh, managed all my all my troubles all my insecures i started uh building a strong leadership qualities again and now 
I'm on my way of self-improving and I keep uh, improving my skills and I won't stop. No, no, no. Tell me more. Imagine there are young Ukrainians who don't feel so confident and have insecurities. How did you manage your insecurities? How did you build your leadership skills? What would you recommend to them to do to overcome this? Uh, when I was about 13, 14 years, the things that really helped me to become in, to become <laughs> um, to become confident, it were lots of training. So teachers helped me to to become more confident. They asked me to take part in different tournaments in public uh, in some public speaking contests, and by doing all of that, by facing with my fears, I became became more confident. So to those who are looking for some ways to become confident, I would uh, I would recommend just to face your fears. And sometimes one day uh, you'll get the desired result. And I also heard a good statement, fake it till you make it. So it means that you should pretend being confident until you'll uh, really become confident. That may sound a bit uh, strange or stupid, but that rule helped me one day. And uh, if you have some similar with my problems, uh, just try it. Thank you. And another thing that I'm curious about, because this is so interesting, that you pretend to be confident and then you face all your fears and seeing that you survive or that you do well helps you build that confidence. For you as well, as a productive person who studies a lot, who still has time to get lost and have adventures, who is dreaming of the big, well-paying career, well, how do you organize your day what is your productivity method? How do you set your priorities? How do you keep focus without get burning out? And how do you manage your energy? Uh, so it can be uh, really hard for me at times to be productive, but the first rule you need to remember is don't forget to have a rest. So you won't be productive uh, no matter how much you work, how much you did during a day if you don't pay enough attention to your mental health. So that is the first rule. And then some tips that help me is just um, uh, starting to, to write all my plans for a day in my phone notes or probably in a notebook. That, helps, that will really help you to not to forget all you wanted to do and in the end of the day, when you realize that you've done all you've planned, you will feel um, yourself productive. And, and yeah, probably that is the main uh, advice. Thank you very much. And in addition to this, to understand you even more, 
What kinds of books do you seem to gravitate towards? Do you love more books that are novels and tell stories and you get lost in the plot? Or is it philosophical, historical, or even like teaching you some new skills and information about mathematics and geography and all that? What kinds of books fascinate you? I'm not sure I can name only one genre of book that I really like. I consider myself uh, a huge fan of books and I can read any uh, kind of book. Uh, something that is about philosophy, something that uh, about psychology, something fiction and non-fiction books, it really uh, doesn't matter for me. Uh, and uh, I will finish any book uh, uh, in the end, no matter if it is interesting or probably if I lost uh, my interest to a book, I would finish it because I think that every book have uh, has something that we can learn from and it's really important to understand the message that the uh, that and also wanted to tell us. Thank you. About books then, how do you decide what is the next book uh, that you so will read? I think that firstly, I start reading books that I have at my uh, home. So it's really important for me to have a paper book and not to search for it in the internet because it's completely another feeling when you can, um, can feel the book with your fingers and probably that is uh, the most important uh, uh, factor for me. And then when it comes to choosing the genre of book, uh, I usually try to understand what I feel right now and what I want to read. Is it uh, uh, some fictional stories, some novels, some book about some books about adventures, or probably I'm more. Uh, about uh, I want to read something on psychology. I'm ready to uh, think a lot on the book and on uh, author's uh, message. So it really depends on my mood. Thank you, Katya. And I like that, the way you make decisions and everything. How would your friends describe your personality if they were speaking about you? Uh, probably curious and hardworking girl. I think those qualities describes me the best and my friends see me as that person. But also when I'm not working, when I'm not studying, uh, I'm really kind and probably funny. I think that I like smiling more the times and I like joking. So... Uh, I can I can do that really often when I'm with my friends. Thank you. Can you tell me about curiosity? For you, what does it mean to be a curious person? Uh, as I already say said, I like uh, finding adventures. And for example, um, getting lost is a result of my cu uh, curiosity. I mean. I wanted to uh, 
to discover some new places where I've never been before, and that uh, led me to being lost. Yes, and now I'm curious about you. <laughs> What? Why did you choose marketing education compared to any other topic or subject you could have chosen? Actually, when it was time to make up my mind about what I'd like to do in the future, I was searching for something that would be half connected with math, because I really like studying math. Although I, I can, it can be hard for me sometimes, and something that is connected with humanities, with languages, literatures, and marketing turned out to be. The best decision because you need to uh, communicate with people uh, as a marketer a lot, and you need to know foreign languages, and also it's a part of economics. So you'll study math there a lot, and that was probably the most uh, valuable reason, and that's why I decided to to be a marketer in the future. Thank you. So much. That's interesting. That many people don't love math. <laughs> what for you? What makes math so interesting, fascinating, and a joy to study? What do you see in it? What does it give you? Tell me everything. I think uh, I like math because it uh, it's not so easy. Like math isn't for everyone because it can be. Hard at times, and people who say that they don't like math, I think that most of them just gave up too early. Uh, I was about to give up while studying math, and uh, I think I'm more about literature. I'm more about languages, and I actually uh, actually don't know how I came up with loving math. Uh, I just like to. Fight with this uh, subject, and that makes it so special for me. I love it, and your English is so good. I believe you study hard, and also Engine is helping you a lot. But for you, since you love languages, and you just mentioned that, what is your language learning method? What is the recommendation you'd give, and advice, and maybe secret tips? For learning languages, uh, probably only after I've become an engine student, I realized that the biggest tip that can help literally everybody is to practice your English more and more. And it's really important to have somebody. Uh, it would be better if it is a native English speaker to. Talk with him or with her uh, on different topics. That really helped me, and uh, I actually think that uh, I've been an ancient student for about a year, and that year was was as productive as, for example, my last five years of studying English with uh, tutors or at school. Thank you. That what I understood about you, you're someone who is curious who views life as a learning experience and an adventure, who is focused on career and hard work, who is looking for the financial 
safety that will allow you to have all the adventures and travels and live the life you dream. You seem to be an independent kind of person. Is this correct? Mm, yes, I think it's about me. Why is it good or important for you to be independent rather than dependent? And I know it seems like a weird question, but it's to understand you. Uh, I think that it's important for each person to feel uh, to feel free and to be able to do whatever he or she wants and uh, to be able to wake up one morning and, uh, I don't know, to go to another country. It's what freedom means for me and you can only be free, you can only feel free when you are independent. Thank you. So is that how you motivate yourself to work hard? You just think, I will do this today so that tomorrow I'll be independent and then I will be free to do anything I want? Absolutely. How did it happen? Did you have situations where you thought, I am not free, I hate this, I refuse, and I decide to get freedom or die trying? Or how did it happen? Actually, I don't know when was uh, that moment when I realized that sometimes I think that uh, I had that feeling since my early childhood and probably I was uh, I wanted to be independent my whole life and um, it just became more um, more obvious when I grew up. But it doesn't mean I didn't want to be independent, for example, 10 years ago. Thank you. And what is your advice to other young Ukrainians who wish to get that freedom, that independence, but maybe because of the pandemic or any other situation, they feel it's hopeless, they feel stuck, they feel maybe depressed? I would recommend people not to be afraid of anything, uh, like trying things, like not being afraid of anything is really important because, as I've already said, facing with my fears helped me to uh, to deal with my uh, with my insecurity. So, if you think that. Um, your life is boring or you stuck up because of the pandemic, just remember that it will end one day and after that you'll need to uh, to live as you did it before and you will need to face new and new challenges every day. So just spend this time uh, reasonably and prepare for all that events that are waiting for you after the pandemic will end. Thank you so much, Katya. It was a privilege, an honor, and a great time. And if people want to follow you on social media, what is the best social media to do that? And is there any project that you're fascinated with that you would like to share information about? This is a great time to do that. Or just to say goodbye and just enjoy those exciting moments of beginning your education and new life at the university? Uh, so I think that the best way to uh, 
find me in social medias would be my Instagram. I hope as this you'll leave uh, a link or my nickname. So I just want to say that um, feel free to contact me there. I'm really open to new uh, acquaintances and to meeting new people. And I just want to say thank you, Aziz, for your wonderful work, for uh, for your job, for your hard work, uh, and for being just so cool person that uh, helps many Ukrainians. And uh, I find it very symbolic that we are having the podcast about breaking stereotypes about Ukrainians on Independence Day of Ukraine. Thank you so much. You're so kind. And like I said before, you have supported this whole project for a while now. And I'm grateful to you. Thank you. Thank you so much.